going on? Welcome back to On The Number with me, your host, Andrew Jensen. This is episode seven. We're trucking along here. We've got a really cool episode today as I was just in Aiken, South Carolina with a good friend of mine, George Bryan from the famous Bryan Brothers, Wesley and George, known worldwide for their trick shots five, six years ago. Now, George focusing fully on the YouTube channel and crushing it, and Wesley Obviously, playing full-time, PJ Tour winner, Battlefield promotion on the Corn Ferry. Just an awesome, awesome group of guys, great family. This interview, George and I sat down. We just chatted after breakfast at his house before heading out to the golf course and filming a couple of videos. Those videos will be coming soon. We do talk about a video between Wesley and George in this episode, so make sure you um, pop over to brian brothers youtube channel if you're not already there subscribe and all that it's linked in the show notes here give you some good viewing when you're done listening to this a little match between wesley and george the golf has always been great on that channel the quality and uh george and i uh, we had we had some good stuff too when we went out and played afterwards a little chilly but the golf was good so there's gonna be a video on my channel of us teaming up on the front nine at aiken golf club in a scramble and then on his channel there's going to be a video of us going head-to-head on the back nine at Aiken Golf Club. So without further ado, please enjoy this interview, this sit-down, this chat with the one and only George Bryan. This is my first in-person podcast. Oh, wow. How about that? Chat, interview, whatever we want to call it, with the one and only George Bryan. It's weird, like... Looking at you though. Yeah, I was about to say this. Is, <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's weird. It's like we're like, look. I'm I'm looking at like the audio levels and that, making sure it's okay. But just staring at you. I mean, we could talk for hours, but we never actually look in the face when yeah. we talk. Like last night, I'm sure your wife was like, "Geez, guys, shut up," because <laughs> we're just sitting and talking and talking and talking and talking. But George Bryan, the one and only, the incomparable from the, the famous Bryan brothers, former tour player. Would you call yourself that now? Um, currently, yes, because focus is more on YouTube and just kind of keeping the gar- the game semi sharp. But once yeah. they canceled Q School this year, or yeah, this year, I was like, you know, I don't have anything to really work towards or motivate me to like, you know, if I go win a mini tour event, that doesn't do much yeah. um, for setting myself up for the long run. And I want to do YouTube, do this to set myself up so when Q, Q School does come back next year. Um, that I can give it a go, and if I want to compete, I'll, I'll have the funds and the ability to do that um, with a le- way, way less pressure than I had you know, the last couple of years when I was a tour, tour player yeah. and not really a YouTuber or social media person. Because did you start playing right from college? Mm-hmm. Yep. 2010 was, I graduated college 2010 and then turned yeah. pro 2010 to 2014, 13. I played full time every week. But um, like just stuff around here, right? Um, yeah, just like, mini tour stuff. Would have been e golf then. Yeah, e golf, Hooters tour. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I, I wasn't aware, for lack of a better word, of you and your brother. Mm-hmm. I guess till the videos, until the big break, and then after that is when you did you do Latin before Canada or Canada before Latin? Mm-hmm. I did PGA Tour Latin America in 2017, and then Canada in 2018. 18, yeah, yeah. So once I had the funds to like. Canada and Latin, everything was a little more well-known um, after the Brian Bros stuff. Before yeah. that, like, it was kind of, you had some friends you heard that did it, but it wasn't, you know, widespread. But ne- but yeah. then I had the funds, and I was like, hey, if I'm going to chase this, like, real, like right, like, I feel like you have to try one of the two, um, or, you know, China came later. But so I was like, you know what, let's go PJ Tour Latin America Q School, 
and give it a go. This was after I caddied for Wesley, after the trick shot stuff, and then yeah. got through, got full status, and then, yeah, traveled down there for an entire year. Um, I think I finished, like, 65th on my list or something. Not terrible. Um, but, yeah, I had some good good performances, some, you know, missed cuts. But um, overall, the game was, like, average, above average most of the year. Just not quite good enough to keep my card. Was that what got you starts in Canada? Or did you do a Q I did Q school, did. yeah. And then got my status through that. So when did you get to know Matt Galloway? Because would he have been someone well, he was like kind of... college. Oh, college. Yeah, we played, okay. uh, I think the first time I met him might have been the Players Am. This would have been like 2007, 8, okay. um, or even 9, I'm not sure. And so that's when I kind of got to know him a little bit through that. And then, um, you know, seeing him at tournaments and then kind of social media connecting. Yeah. You know, 2011, 12, 13. Because I think he would have probably been our point of contact to like maybe tagging us in a few similar mm-hmm. tweets and getting us kind of talking yeah. a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, because like we were still playing and then we got to talking late 2018 when you're like, I want to try to get making into YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. And then we did stuff early 2019 and I broke my arm. And yeah. then now, I mean, YouTube for you is like, it's it. Yeah, YouTube it's, is my job. Same um, here. It's it's, but it's kind of cool. We share a lot of the same parallels, and even being here last night, like talking with with Mills about it, like how different this is for our wives or partners. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and Mills have been married. So basically, you got married when you started playing Latin. Yeah. So you're away a lot. Mm-hmm. I met Kelly, and it was like, okay, I'm going to Canada, like for the summer. See yeah. you every five six weeks. What a difference this is for our partners. Yeah. Like seeing a bit more steady income coming in, le- a little less stress. It's still stressful. Mm-hmm. Don't pull any punches to people like making YouTube videos and like literally all morning we've been talking because you had an upload about like, oh, thumbnail title. Like, what do we like? It's there's a lot <laughs> that goes into it. Yeah. That is this, I think we treat with the same expertise as when we played trying to practice. But it sucks not competing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the competing thing, it was, you know, I gave it uh, four years solid, then ran out of money, then started the Brian Bros with Wesley. Yeah, so 2015 on, we did Brian Bros, got funded, had some money coming in, so then I was like, okay, I can fund golf again. So well, this is, it was kind of like my second shot at mini tour golf or chasing yeah. it. Um, so then 2016, caddied for Wesley, the first half. Um, while still kind of playing mini tours, you know, when I was in town, playing a couple yeah, of let's, let's talk about that. <laughs> it was... How many... So he won three tournaments that year mm-hmm. with a different caddy every tournament, mm-hmm. every win. Mm-hmm. You I were was, on one of them, right? I was the first one, yeah. Yeah. But how many caddies did he have that year? He had like probably four or five, like maybe six. <laughs> he had a couple of locals. He had a couple of people. Um, yeah. Like when I would play in tournaments, he'd, hi- he'd have someone... You know, just kind of show up yeah. uh, for the first few days. If I didn't get to the Monday, I'd hop on like yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, whatever. Um, and then I, but all the first like eight events, I'd say eight of, eight of the first ten events, I was on the bag. Um, he got into a PJ Tour event or two PJ Tour events that year. I got um, or prior to him getting a battlefield, I was on those um, as well. But yeah. then came June or July, he was like, "Hey, if you're gonna like do Q school, you can't be caddying for me because like you need to prepare." Yeah, I was like, "Ah, oh, dang it, I kind of want to caddy. Like, it is fun." Um, so I hopped off the bag and like end of June, and by that or like the next or that following week, he won in Kansas City and got his third win and got to the tour. I'm like, "Dang it, I could have been on the bag for that last win. Well, it's kind it of like- cool." Did you play college golf with Alvin Choi? Uh, I think he was there either 
Right, I think it was right after me. Have you heard about like what happened with him this year? Because he stopped playing. He was caddying for some day. Yeah. On and on that win, but he's not caddying for him right now because it's like he's got money now, getting ready to go yeah. play again. Yeah. It's, it's pretty wild. Yeah. And so did Q school that year. Got through first stage, breezed through first stage. Was playing pretty good. Then second stage, um, needed a birdie on the last hole to get to finals and didn't make birdie. But yeah, so I mean. Yeah. It was a it was a wild year just between caddying, trying to keep my game decent, but then also running the Brian Bros social and you know we weren't doing YouTube videos. Um, we were doing a handful like every couple months. Just I'd put something up, yeah. but nothing nothing really. Um, so we didn't really know how to do it at the time. But yeah, yeah, managing all that and kind of keeping the golf game relatively decent was was a lot. And then the next year 2017 was able to just to be a golfer yeah. which was nice didn't play as well but like had my moments but it was nice okay we just practice play golf play in tournaments and that's kind of my job but then last year you played you, you still tried to play last year while mm-hmm. making videos yeah well i didn't like make i mean i looked at or you started making i, I didn't start making videos till this year so 2019 march was my first one back like i would 2019 put, yeah yeah, yeah. We're no 20, 20, 20 well, well our videos from sawgrass went up in march of 2019 yeah. I would put it, yeah, so 2019 was like once every couple months I would put one up. I didn't know what I was doing. No, like I was still playing full-time, yeah. and I had funding to get through that year. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll just put a YouTube video up just to do it. Um, no rhyme or reason, you know, did the Instagram, just kind of kept everything together, basically like yeah. to keep it afloat. But was, you know, but once I didn't get through Q school, then I was like, well, crap, what am I going to do? Um, so but some people reached out and like, hey, why don't you just get back into YouTube or doing more intentional social media um, because there's people making a living they're not nearly as good as you are and mm-hmm. like not on the, on the course but I bring a lot to the table and they're like just do it I'm like you know what let's give it a go so come yeah. February I was like more intentional with posting on Instagram trying to do daily stuff or you know four or five times a week um, on Insta being more intentional then I was like well what can I do for YouTube and so that's when I think March was my first upload with the plans I'm like hey we're doing a video every yeah. week maybe once or maybe twice a week um but we're just gonna we're gonna give it a go, see what happens, and, and then then COVID happened. Then COVID, but then Wesley made the call. I was like, dude, why don't you ever want me on your YouTube anymore? I'm like, wait, I thought you didn't want anything to do with like filming, but heck yeah, let's do this. And so once he made that comment, it, I was like, okay, let's just film a match. And um, then, but that match, I remember it went up because I remember like mm-hmm. backstory for listeners like. We we talk about we've been literally since we met in January mm-hmm. of 2019. I've been like we always are talking about planning and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember us talking about man, it'd be so great to make some videos that showcase just professional golf golfers. Like, mm-hmm. and then luckily, I mean, your brother plays yeah. the PJ Tour. I don't have that access, yeah. so I'm trying to find guys to play with. But then the first match with Wesley, you filmed it prior to COVID lockdowns and all these things, mm-hmm. but it came out. Like right after the players, right? I Probably think. somewhere on there, like March. And that's when everything yeah. just shut down, and all of a sudden, people want to watch good golf, yeah. and like, boom, mm-hmm. it's like, it, I mean, maybe there is other videos like that out there on the on YouTube already, or, or what? But no one paid attention to them, mm-hmm. and then now it's this cool brother camaraderie rivalry, but it's also it was giving people something that they weren't getting for. I guess until the end of May when the PJ Tour came back or June. Yeah, it was like three months or yeah. four, four, I mean, yeah, July, I think it might have been July when he came, or like when he came, it was like three or four month window where like no professional golf was 
to be heard of. So how many matches have you guys done now? Just filmed the 13th one uh, that's going up next week. Um, it'll be up the day this comes out. Is it coming out Monday? Monday, yeah. Out? So it'll be up. It's up right now if you're listening um, to this. And so, so without giving the result to that one, what's the record for the first 12? I don't even, I mean, like two to, <laughs> so I think we have like two ties. I have two wins, um, maybe even one win. I don't even know, but he's got seven or eight wins. It's like, it's my game. Cause it's like, as you know, trying to film and play yeah. is a little tougher um, when he, all he has to do is just play golf. So he doesn't have to worry about cameras, Yeah. but he is naturally obviously on PJ tour. So he's really good. And he's playing really well. So at his home course. Yeah. So it's like for me to win, it's going to take something kind of special. Now, if he came down to Aiken, I would have a way better chance, but like it's train tracks. Yeah, train, everything breaks for the train tracks, and so like it is a little tougher for me. Where um, and that's kind of the beauty of it. It's like I'm the underdog that people are going to pull for, um, and so it is nice that if it wasn't evenly, if it was evenly split, it might not be as interesting. But it's like, oh, is, is George going to get the win today? Yeah. Um, but it's good golf is for the most part. Um, you never know how you're going to play, but for the, we, there's never been a, there's I think there's been one match out of 13. Um, and we have a couple other videos other than matches, but one that we both played just like crap. And so for the most part, it's been, you know, one of us is going to be four five under, three under, two yeah. under, uh, quality golf. So that is the cool thing like you mentioned is like, I wanted to give people like a, just what a normal, like a PJ tour look, player looks like off the course. There's like, like hey, a this, is, this is like a normal yeah. guy. He's like normal dude. And, but it shows off our kind of relationship. Cause I think that's why. The trick shots were cool, but people liked the story that me and Wesley were brothers. Mm-hmm. We had we our personalities clashed and, and molded really well. Um, but then also we were good golfers, so we had this like kind of this all encompassing thing that people were drawn to. But now um, they were kind of back together. They're, they're seeing like our our personalities, In your relationship. Uh, but also he's really good at golf, and people yeah. get like an inside look at what a PJ Tour player looks like. That's not through the lens of a PJ Tour. You know, app where it could be, but uh, I think at so, the same token too, it it definitely shows people how paper thin the oh, yeah. line is between mm-hmm. someone playing on the PGA Tour and someone like us who have played to little to no success, if you want, in the mm-hmm. grand scheme of things. But over the course of nine holes, it doesn't you know three under to two under to four under to whatever. Yeah, it's 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 the same. Yeah, but. Throw, throw it out over 72 holes in a different environment and all that, that's where you start to see what separates, uh, you know, a PGA Tour player from a McKenzie Tour player, mm-hmm. but also a Dustin Johnson from a... From me. A, 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 <laughs> from, a, from a 75 ranked player yeah, in the world. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's little things done a lot that yeah. add into strokes. Yeah. But that's like, even I think for, for my videos, when I play nine holes against a junior, like, I think some people may say, oh, you know, a 16-year-old can, is beating you or you're not, that's not what it's about. Like a 16-year-old that's a plus two handicap over nine holes is going to shoot anywhere between one over and three under. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to shoot anywhere between one over and three under. So it's completely irrelevant. And I mean, that's one of the fun things about YouTube. I don't think anyone really cares who wins. No, they really don't. Which they is, may I- comment things that like... But those are just dummies that comment like, oh, you're getting, you know, George keeps losing or whatever. Yeah. Or Andrew, you can't beat a kid. But no one really cares. Yeah, no. no and and I, nice. we don't care. Like, I think of the video I just did with Zach. Like, we played great. Who wins doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like, you're not at all. Like, I don't know. 
I don't know if I can speak for you, but like I don't have the competitive fire when I'm playing a match with someone on YouTube that I would have playing a tournament. Yeah. But I actually play better in the YouTube videos because there's like no pressure. It's so comfortable. It's so fun mm-hmm. compared to a tournament yeah, where stressful. I mean, I, I have always been a bit of a mental sieve, but even mm-hmm. when I came up here in May, like we played out of the car, I played fantastic at Aiken playing it blind. And then yeah. I go play a tournament two days later and I shank it three times. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. what, what changes? Nothing. Literally just mm-hmm. the environment changes. Yeah. But tell you, like we always, we talk about it, man. Like that tournament, I, I've made income because of videos. Yeah. <laughs> I would have had to shot a pair, a pair of 69s to profit the same. And it's what a difference from yeah. the stress of playing and then what our wives have to deal with. And yeah, what a, what a different world. But like, so you, you, you transition from playing to YouTubing and then hopefully back to playing, but would you still make, obviously not as many videos. I understand the commitment can't be there, mm-hmm. but would you still want to do, make, make videos and like create? Because in, in getting to know you, you share the same creative passion that I share for making videos and telling a story visually mm-hmm. that, often is unappreciated on YouTube. Like we're talking about your intro to today's video. It's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But will people be bored after a minute? Do they care about cool visuals? Would you still kind of flex that kind of creative outlet if playing full time again? I mean, absolutely I would. I think that's an under, that's what I tried telling Wesley all these years. Like I wanted to keep up the channel and like, he didn't have to do anything. I just wanted yeah. to like keep it up, keep doing stuff to like, grow his ranks. I knew the value that social media brought and that he was, you know, two legs up, three legs up on his peers because they're probably going to, not even obviously the Dustin Johnson of the world are not the same category. But when Wesley yeah. came on the scene, like the people who were on kind of his P, just PJ tour players that were good players, but weren't like the elites, but he was borderline kind of up that top 10, top 20 in the world kind of like presence digitally because he had the social media. Yeah. And so it was cool that like, it made him a little more valuable. Um, a little people knew his name, even though he was, you know, he wasn't a PJ Tour winner at the time. And so that's what I wanted to do. I was like, hey, I want this is part of your story, and I wanted to like, you know, I want to keep that up. Yeah. And so it was a little more difficult, and he he didn't really want that at the time. But now I think he's seeing that like the value of of kind of being involved in YouTube because it like it, it doesn't. He likes it. He enjoys like competing. He obviously wants to help me out, but like he enjoys filming videos and being creative and just being yeah. someone different than just like, okay, I'm going to go to the golf course, practice, plan a tour event, and then go home. It's like, well, this is kind of my story. And yeah. um, it's part of who he is. And um, and I think he's playing pretty solid golf because he's back in like, I don't know, it's just, it's back to like 2014, 2015, 2016 Wesley where he was just like a normal guy, but he just go play in a PJ Tour event. And so it was, but then he turned into, I think more of a, all right, this is what has to be done. Professional. Yeah, and so Here, that was... Quote, unquote, yeah. yeah. It wasn't his personality, yeah. and so he's going back to his roots. And anyway, that being said about me, like, I think it's part of who I am, and, like, it tells a great story, and it gives people insight. And if I were to, you know, play again, um, I don't want to, like, change or, like, sh- shut this part of yeah. who I am off just because, like, I think that's what has to be done. Um, and so, because it is cool, like, I'll... This is a hobby. It was a hobby when I was playing um, full time to create videos, but I just didn't know how to do it as well. Um, 
And so there's no oh, need. I know, to, I know. The, yeah. All the all the FaceTimes and texts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shirtless FaceTimes, um, dude. You don't have a shirt on. Whatever, man. We're I, just got, I just got a question. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, I don't. You don't like just because whenever I do start playing again, I'm not gonna give away a hobby or stop doing something just because yeah. like that's what has to be done on the norm. Um, and so. When I think you become, I take a great example is like Luke Kwan. Mm -hmm. I remember when he started his channel, he like picked my brain a lot and he was making good creative stuff, mm -hmm. but it was always a means to an end. It was yeah, something yeah. to hopefully allow him to bridge a gap until he could sort out whatever his visa stuff and go play. Uh -huh. And he, he focused solely on playing, didn't make a video for almost a year. And I mean, he's experiencing the difficulty of being on the corn ferry with kind of not awesome status. Yeah. So he's made a few videos when he's been in off times, but it's not the priority anymore. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it may become the priority again, it may not. Playing is the priority. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I, I've always said, like I started the channel showing playing and it was it was really hard. Yeah, I, think no, I, didn't know, hard I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but I wouldn't change it. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people, I've all, people say, you know, if you go on the PJ Tour, would you still make videos? And I was like, absolutely. But I think one of the things that we've come to experience through a bit of access and through a bit of PGA tour kind of peripherals. There's a lot that you can't show mm -hmm. when it comes to a P like a great example is like, Oh man, if you just kind of went and caddied for Wesley for a week mm -hmm. and wanted to show that, like there's a lot that you couldn't show yeah, because the PGA for tour sure. doesn't allow it. And that's kind of one of the things that mm -hmm. is a bit difficult for, guys on the PJ tour mm -hmm. to really embrace social media. Whereas like the LPGA says, yeah, to their players, yeah. like really show behind the scenes. Whereas the PJ tour doesn't necessarily want that or need that. Cause they have their own product that does yeah. all of that, which is good for us because it allows us an opportunity to or you in, in particular to show off Wesley in a way that they can't yeah. and won't, but don't have a problem with. Yeah. And that's really special and really cool. Mm -hmm. and I think I can't remember it. Cause I know, if, since like it is our YouTube channel, I think there'd be, I can't, there's some, because obviously I think it would, I could probably make a YouTube video, but wouldn't be able to monetize on it. Um, I think they would, there'd be some waivers, but yeah, like you said, there's a lot of stuff you would have to, you know, since it is mine and Wesley's, Wesley does have, like, it's not like me, a friend of Wesley making money off of someone else who is not their yeah. name and likeness. So it would be interesting, but yeah, like you said, it, it would be cool just to, like you said, go caddy for Wesley, just show a practice round. Hey, this is what a PJ Tour practice round looks like. Yeah. Something simple. Um, you know, what it what cuz Wesley wouldn't change who he's who he is with with a camera on him. Um, yeah. And I think 90% of the players it would it would get them get in their way cuz mm -hmm. it's just so not cuz players are creatures of routine. Yeah. It's just not part of the routine. They yeah. wouldn't, they wouldn't like it, know what to do or whatever. Um, yeah. but yeah, it would be it would be cool cuz I mean, I think um, and so, like, since I can't go to a tournament and just film Wesley play press, I know he probably wouldn't want me to right now, but um, that's why I wanted to bring him on the channel as much as I could, is to just to, to help. Because part of my, my aim is to help people get better at golf, and yeah. I want to impact people through my channel, through the information I know. And having Wesley on his PJ Tour player kind of give insight to show, like, hey, this is what a guy's like of his caliber is thinking, this is what shot he plays. This is how easy golf can be, as far as like thinking. Like he doesn't, yeah. you can see he doesn't. He hardly thinks much. He just hits a shot, and all right, well, let's go to the next one. Yeah. And so there's a lot of things that you can 
And I want to I want to show people that and help them through Wesley. Um, so it's cool to see. Well, also um, yourself. Like that's yeah. one of the special things with YouTube is when done right, it's about giving, mm-hmm. giving people entertainment, education, whatever it is. And when that pushes what you're doing, it's really special, especially in the game of golf, because. You know, we, we were talking about it last night. Like, we are afforded that luxury. Like, people want to learn from us mm-hmm. in whatever way they can, given the fact that we played for a few years, but also because we have an audience, whatever size it is. People think that that merits something and they want and they respect our experience. And that's really humbling. Mm-hmm. You think, well, I missed a lot of cuts I mean, for me personally. Yeah. And you still want to learn golf the way that I play it. Thank you. But then, like you said, you have Wesley. So it's like, but it goes back to that paper thin line. People can watch the two of you play a nine hole match and be like, man, there's not a lot different. They'd still do a lot of the same things. I could learn a lot from that. Mm -hmm. But then if they wanted to dig deeper, well, what separates and not to compare you two, but what separates George from Wesley? Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And, And that gets... People can learn a lot mm-hmm. from just nine holes of two brothers having playing golf. That's like meant to just be quite fun. Mm-hmm. But if you really look at it and get want to get out of it, man, you will you will learn a lot, a lot more than watching DJ win the Masters on Sunday. Yeah, because what skews all of that watching is how they talk about it when you're watching it. Mm-hmm. Whereas on YouTube, you guys have the luxury of telling the, the right story with it. Yeah, and that's what's really really cool and pays the bills now which is <laughs> yeah i don't know thank goodness so the remainder of 2020 videos don't think we're gonna have a pga show in 2021 which seems to be the thing now where everybody yeah. kind of congregates how far out like what's in the future do you have things kind of in mind do you have a bit of a plan or is it still just i mean i know you is it still just fly by the seat of your pants i mean film a couple videos a week Hopefully, I have some good ones in there and yeah. head to the next week. But yeah, not really. I mean, I'd like to start playing tournaments probably March or April. Uh, there's some one day mini tour events here in the Carolinas uh, that I think get going about March. So, hopefully, uh, do that. Um, but yeah, keep filming videos, trying to figure out how to evolve and creating fun content. Um, Q School, I think, is like is on the radar. I think, I think I'm going to do that as long as. Um, my passion and like I desire to try it Um, but there's a chance I might not because I want to just focus on you're having a baby oh yeah that That could change a lot yeah both ways it could make you not want to do it or not want to play or it could just make it could make your game so much better because it's like that thing that people say like you're so happy relaxed and yeah so that's that'll be interesting to see because ultimately I just want to make an impact and help people get better at golf and do I need to be on a PJ tour to do that? No. And so I'm starting to see that, that, you know, whether it's because my dad obviously has a golf Academy and yeah. I've loved being a part of that all these years. So opening something like that here in Aiken where me and Wesley kind of spearhead that, um, that's kind of on the horizon as well. So there's, it's going to be YouTube is going to be the main focus, but then trying to figure out how I can, um, just kind of expand and playing, might be in the future next year, but it's still, it's not like competing is not going away. It might just be yeah. two years on the road where I get that itch again to like go me. go it's like get it. Say, well, why don't you get your amateur status back? Like, no, yeah, yeah, because it's not an option. <laughs> the odd little tournament here or there, or go to Bermuda and play the World Par three. Like, just the opportunity to continue to play mm. in some way, shape, or form every once in a while. Yeah. Regardless, because you love it, 
Mm-hmm. See, I, we were talking last night. Like, you didn't experience the same things that I experienced of just hate and golf. Yeah. So, like, I, I was on this journey to love it again. And I do. Like, YouTube allowed me to love it again. Yeah. Where you've been fortunate. You've always had that, like, love and passion for it. Never mm-hmm. that kind of toxic relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. with it. So, yeah, no way would you ever want to be yeah. an amateur again. Not to disparage amateur golf, yeah. but I don't think people understand. Oh, why don't you become an amateur and, like, play amateur tournaments? It's the same level of commitment as professional yeah. tournament. Yeah. But we got bills. I'd rather do it and potentially make, you, make, make a bucks. few bucks yeah. if I do well. Yeah, absolutely. Spending the same. Yeah. But if I net 500 bucks, that helps towards the mortgage payment. Because yeah. we aren't making millions on YouTube. Yeah. Not yet, at least. Not yet. <laughs> Hopefully one day. Maybe one day. But on that note, I think we have to go make some, some money on YouTube. We're going to yeah. go down to Aiken. We've waited out our frost delay. So we're going to go probably film a couple videos. One for my channel, one for George's mm-hmm. channel. I did. I think we tied our match. I don't even remember. I yeah, think we well, tied. So back the, yeah, it was I think back it was in a, May. I just remember, I still get comments about it because I had serious swamp ass. <laughs> but it's yeah, colder. It I'm in yeah, pants no, today. Yeah, it should be nice. So we're going to do a little uh, scramble on the front nine because we did a scramble on the back nine last time on Mm -hmm. your channel. So Mm -hmm. now we'll do that on my channel. And then we did a match on the front nine on my channel last time. So we're going to do a match on the back nine on your channel. Mm -hmm. So these videos will be coming out in the coming weeks. George's channel, George's Instagram, everything's linked below. Brian Brothers Golf, if you don't already follow them. Anything else you want to toss in there before we go, dude? No, I think that's about it. That's all I got. Um, thanks for having me on. Thanks for uh, coming down to Aiken and hang out for a couple hey, days. Thanks for letting me in the house and yeah. cooking for me. Mills, thank you for taking care of us. Shout out, Mills. We'll return the favor in a, in, a, in a month or so, in our weeks or whenever you guys want to come and get out of the, get out of the cold Aiken. Yeah. You can come down to Jacksonville and we got room for you. Mm-hmm. So, Thanks, buddy. All right. Adios. There you go. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you learned a little bit more about what goes on behind the scenes transitioning from playing full-time to making youtube videos full-time and the desire we still have to play and be really good golfers and get the most out of our games and reluctantly if you will hang it up i can't thank you enough for listening wherever you are listening spotify you youtube (laughs) spotify itunes shit what are some of the names anchor i know that's what's hosting this short par 4 app of course But this podcast is everywhere, so wherever you're listening to it, I love you for listening to it. And if you are listening for the first time, why don't you um, follow, subscribe, whatever, whatever it's called on your platform of choice. Make it happen. Leave a thumbs up. Leave a five star review. Leave a comment. We can we can read some of those comments in the next um, episode. And I can't thank Short Part Four enough for making this happen. As you know, Short Part Four is powering this podcast. They are an incredible incredible group of guys and gals great company that is making you look great on the golf course and not having to spend a fortune doing it and spend so much of your valuable time doing it it's your personalized style caddy you subscribe to a monthly box you select your sizes your styles your personality and once a month for 50 bucks or 100 bucks they're going to send you easily twice that much value in clothing and golf goods shoes gloves tees balls underwear hats belts you name it they they got it and it's really really a great surprise every month i'm currently with my father-in-law and mother-in-law as kelly and i wait for our house to be built and his box just came uh, last week and he was blown away 
awesome pair of dunning pants pair of two under underwear great fairway and green um, vest he got for on and off the golf course and i mean for 100 bucks he got well over 200 dollars worth of product so short par four they're looking they're looking out for you it might be a great gift um, as we roll into the holidays for yourself your dad your brother your uncle your cousin even even your lady friend there is the magnolia box and if you are new and you want to subscribe and check it out for the first time you can use my code aj20 for 20 percent off your first box so even more savings because short par four they love you they love you and i love you so thanks for listening and um yeah we'll catch up with you in a couple weeks